Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This, this, this is an Intel Studios production. We're recording now. Okay. Yeah, enthusiasm was Sorry. amazing just before yeah. we pressed yeah. uh, press record there. How are you? You all right? I am satiated. This is the 11th of December and you're satiated. Mm. Okay. I've eaten meatballs. I, I have no idea what the word satiated means. I've Satisfied. never heard it before. Ooh. Really? Was it? I think. Hang on. I'm going to check. Hold the line, caller. Satiated. You never believe me. No, I'm just, it's just if I use it, I just want to make sure the context is correct and people don't go, what? Satiate. His curiosity is satiated, so it's fulfilled. Fulfilled. You feel fulfilled. Like, but not fulfilled, it's like satisfied. Okay. What does satiated mean? To satisfy fully or to excess. It's like, okay. I satiated my thirst, my hunger, my... I think you can keep the word, it's yours. I don't think I'll use it. I don't um, think it's a me word. Satiate. Well, it's only not your word because you haven't used it. You yeah. Can, you can make it your word. Okay. It's a bit like Russell Brand taught me mm-hmm. the word recalcitrant. And yes. I thought, I'm never going to use that. And I've used it a lot uh, in a slightly showy-offy way. Did you? Yeah, yeah, it's the way to go, isn't it? Oh, so well. Yeah. He's so recalcitrant. What's the, what's the point of having fancy words unless you can use them to beat people with? Yeah. You know? So we're recording this, though, on the 1st of December. So um, it's always quite interesting. I try and think, like, what my life will be like in two years' time. <laughs> Whether it be happy or sad or whatever. But It'll be happy. Today, I'm, I've been booked to do a photo shoot for Good Housekeeping magazine for the front cover with a celebrity, but they won't tell me who it is. <gasps> oh, my God, that's so exciting. So, okay, wait, 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 wait. Mm. Um, we're going to play Guess the Celeb. Guess the Celeb. Okay. okay. I mean, Good Housekeeping, first of all, the demographic must be, what, 40 plus? Yes, I've done Good Housekeeping. You have, a, yeah. A few times, mm-hmm. as has Dawn. Okay. I think, has Dawn done it this year? Yes, I've done Dawn. Okay, so she is not her. It's not her. And no. you would know. If and they tell me if it was Dawn. Okay. Yeah, so it's not her. So it, could it be that it is someone quite big because they're not going to tell you who it is? Or is it because they might pull out and they don't want to have egg on their face? Or it's somebody that, that, that's just recently become famous and they don't have their own hairstylist. Oh, okay. So... Or somebody who's not in the fashion TV thing at all who might be... Mm-hmm. So, hang on. So, this is going out... Wait, this is going out in February. Probably go out Feb, yeah. So, could it be a Valentine's special? Somebody who's in a Ooh, love something? Look at you. A... You are an expert at this. <laughs> this is like the serial podcast or something. <laughs> Next week, we find out. The size of her hands. Um, it could be like Alison Hammond, because she's just taken over from this morning. Yes. You know, she's probably in that age demographic now. And she might use, say, a, a this morning makeup and hair artist, but maybe they can't come and do a shoot because they're... Yeah. It could be someone like that. Who knows? But uh, Who knows? T- today, that's what's happening, people, if you're listening to this on that's the Friday, exciting. the 11th. Yeah, can it's you, always nice. I do enjoy... Can post on the... Because we, mm. we need to know. I, I'll post it on the makeup yeah, post page it on the today, makeup who it page. is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, mind you, they might not let me. 
because it'll be embargoed. Oh, well, then, then like, even more exciting. What I'll do is I'll post a picture of the person, but with an emoji face over their yes. face. And then do a countdown until the February edition yeah. comes out. And people will lose interest by then, I think. But, I um, won't. <laughs> yeah. I'll always be interested, Michael. Uh, um, we've, we've done a lot of Christmas, uh, like, podcasting up yes. to this point, but well, you're not going to stop, right? We can no, continue but, to I mean, do like, it. The things that I'm talking about today are things that... They're, they're more on a practical level, but mm. they are still things... No, if I'm honest, these are things that you would probably... I mean, I am <laughs> talking about laundry baskets. You might not want to get that for Christmas. However, I would be happy if I got these particular laundry baskets because they are so useful. Yeah, yeah. I love practical Christmas presents. But a lot me, of people don't. If you bought me tools or like a, a retractable washing line yeah. or something like that, I'd be oh delighted. Oh, my God, when you fix that retractable washing line for me at my old house... Yeah. I've never been so grateful. Yeah, well, great, right? The, That's a good the gift. Greatest, it's a good greatest, gift. Greatest present. A gift. A, gu- a gift gift. Yeah. Um, so I, I've got a couple of uh, things that I'm going to throw in that I think are good Christmas presents. I just, at this point, want to mention our advent calendar of music uh, and hope people are enjoying that. There is a repeating band that, that turn up in there, which is the Killers, Killers. Which, mm. which made a Christmas album. So... And I like all of the songs on it, so you are going to get bombarded with with them as we go along. But out of these 24 songs, there is my all-time favourite Christmas song. Have you already posted it? I don't think I've already posted this, but I'm going to just put it out there to say you, you, the viewer, could guess what that was. Wow. You could send me a message and say, I think this, and then whatever it is, Mm. is is your favourite Christmas song. And whoever gets it right, the Um, first person that gets it right gets a Christmas message from us. Yeah, we'll give you a Christmas message. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Mm. Yeah, okay. Great. You've got to remember that. (laughs) Send us a message. Send us a message and then remind us what we're supposed to do. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Literally, as soon as we finish recording the podcast, our brain empties of anything we've ever ever said. Everything. Uh, Some people go, do you know when you said that thing in the podcast? I think, nope. What thing? I'm going to start with some TV. Great. I Uh, love TV. I'm going to start with an oldie but a goodie. Yes. Me and my kids. My kids are 16 and 14. They're due to be 17 and 15, I can't believe that Joel... You saying Joel... Well, Sonny and Joel, to me, mm-hmm. are 15 and 17. Yes. I mean, I've just been saying that. It's so weird. Yeah. They so are 15 and 17. 15 and 17. So we are re-watching Breaking Bad from the beginning. Oh, my God. That's uh, yeah. So Joel started commitment. watching it. He's, this will be the first time he's watched it, my youngest. Me and Sonny have watched it before. So he, he puts it on, and then we sit down with a bag of crisps or something, and then I start watching it a bit. Wait. Crisp of choice. Ooh, Joel really likes the cheap Sainsbury's own brand salt and vinegar crisps in packs of six. What is it about the own brand Sainsbury's salt and vinegar crisps that he likes? Because there's Walkers. Like, why yeah. would you go Walkers? He likes a really thin, translucent crisp. Oh, like, are they really thin and translucent? They're very thin and cheap. Like, Yeah, but uh, isn't that good? Like, crispy, I think it's fatty... Good. The worst crisp in the world is a kettle chip, quite oh, frankly. Oh, because it's too thick? God, it cuts you all to, your like, mouth it open. It's your like, mouth. you need yeah. all the saliva to break it down. It's horrific. Yeah. The, 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 it's an easy crisp to eat. That's what he loves. And I, I'm, I've just, I just eat whatever the kids eat. That and a I'd frazzle. I'd be really interested, mm-hmm. uh, as your conscience on yeah. your shoulder, your health conscience, yeah. I'd be very interested in a comparison, please, in fat content between... Kettle, Walkers, I'm find out. I'm and this down. Sainsbury's. Kettle, Walkers, I want and Sainsbury's. fat content and I want calorie, calorie, calorie content. content okay, I'm going to do that. Thank you. 
Breaking Bad yeah. is still the greatest TV show yeah, it is. It's really ever amazing. made. Yeah. I cannot stop watching it again. And mm. even though I know what happens, I've forgotten a lot of it. Yes. But seeing this middle-aged man's life unfold and him almost enjoy the fact that it's unfolding mm. and the lies and the deceit and the corruption mm. that seeps into every part of his being and then spreads out across all the family... It is just sensational the way they do that. I, I, I can't find another TV show that even touches the sides of Have Breaking you appreciated Bad. it more second time? Yeah. Mm. And I've forgotten just how good Brian Cranston is. Oh, he's so good. And I've watched a lot of TV stuff. A lot of it's been brilliant as well. But wow, mm. what, a, what an artist that mm. guy is, the way he embodied that character. So... Basically, if you've seen it and it was a few years ago and you're really looking for something to watch, just watch the first three episodes and just see if you can back out of it. Because mm. oh, So we're into season two at the moment, which you'll remember the drip feed, those shots of the swimming pool with a burnt teddy bear in it and a floating eye and stuff like that. And Joel doesn't know what happens, you know. So he the whole thing's unfolding for him. So I'm enjoying it twofold. One, I'm getting to see it again, but two, I'm getting to watch him as the story unfolds. Because season two for me... It's just amazing, the end mm. of it, when you find out what that's I, all about. I can't remember <sighs> any of it. Really? I mean, I am um, the perfect sort of film viewer, because literally I, I watch a film, I really forget the story, yeah. or I forget big chunks of it. So watching a film two or three times is great for me, unless it's very lightweight. But if mm. there's a lot of meaning to it, I mean, I think what what you said about Brian Cranston enjoying um, how his life is slightly unravelling is very true, because I think the one thing that did stick with me was that his life had been so vanilla yeah. and so boring that his illness made him live for the first time ever, albeit the most sick. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we talk about kind of that, that the pressure of um, dishonesty mm-hmm. and, like, how hard that is on people mm-hmm. and how, like... That's eating him alive, but so's the cancer. But at the same time, he's living for the first, first time, time in his life. Yeah, it's that's just such a clever mm. concept in itself. Really. And applying a certain level of intellect and and logic to something being a drug normally, dealer. Yeah, like he tries to deal with it in a, a very kind of fundamental, kind of business like way, and, and yet he's faced with all these weird bits of corruption and violence and stuff. And he tries to find logical solutions for them. And then, of course, you've got Jesse Pinkman, who still calls him Mr. White throughout the entire thing. You know, it's, oh, God, it's just sensational. And the amazing thing, I think, Mm. as an ex-drug addict watching that, is that put a drug addict in any situation and chaos will ensue. (laughs) Because step one of Narcotics Anonymous is that you admit that you've got a problem and that your life has become unmanageable. And the whole thing about an addict is like the minute you take that first drug, your life starts becoming Mm. completely unmanageable. You're not turning up to stuff on time. You piss people off. You use your supply. And what's so clever is putting Jesse Pinkman with Mr. White is that you've got the intellect and Mm. somebody that's not using with the complete chaos and anarchy of a using addict, but that they need each other. Yeah. It's... It's like the odd couple, yeah, isn't it? So we just watched the episode. Oh, I really of, want to watch yeah, it again now. We just watched the episode with Tuco and his uncle, and his uncle's in a wheelchair. Don't you remember? Or not? Yes. He can only communicate yes. by ringing a bell. Oh 
my ding, God, ding. it's so good. <laughs> I mean, so anyway, I mean, I know a lot of people will have watched it, but I'm watching it for the second time and it brings me nothing but joy. How many eps per series? There can be a lot, I think. There's like 24? Maybe, I think there might be up to 20 or something like that. I mean, like how that. many? It was five series? I think five series, wow. yeah. So there's plenty to go at. It's an absolute romp and some of it's hilarious. Some of it's very sad, but all of it is powerful and moving. It's a no-brainer. So I'd like to talk about mm-hmm. um, something that I happened upon and I can't remember whether somebody's recommended it to mm-hmm. me or whether somebody suggested it on the Instagram page. I can't remember at all, but I wrote it down on one of our lists and it's called tryit.co.uk. Okay. And it's it's a product discovery club. So basically what you do is you, I mean, it's all about harvesting data from us. Okay. Um, But you know that thing, I mean, there's a little YouTube video on their website. You know that thing when you're standing in the supermarket and you look at all these different products and the place where I get it possibly more than anywhere else is the soft drinks aisle. Mm -hmm. So I look at all these soft drinks and cans and I think, oh, that's new. And, oh, look, that looks quite interesting. And, oh, look about that. Now I'll go for Coke Zero. I mean, I literally just go for the same same two drinks every time I walk down the drinks aisle. Try It is an idea where you get sent products for you and your family to try for Mm, free. A box of things. Yeah. And it's full size. It's not sample sizes. Mm -hmm. You all get to try it. Then you fill out... A form like a about yeah a questionnaire yeah. about what did you think about each product mm-hmm. and that then gets fed back to the producers of the product they get free and unbiased feedback yeah, really yeah. market research because normally when somebody's standing in front of you a market researcher there is a part of me that always slightly wants to lie to the market researcher either wants to kind of give them the answer that I think that they want me to give them or when somebody's looking at me with the whites of their eyes, if I think that what I'm going to say is a slightly unpopular opinion, I might not give that opinion. Yeah, I yeah. Might get a, it's not going to be honest. Yes. When you're sat there with your iPad mm-hmm. um, or your computer with your family and they go, did you like this drink? You just go, it was disgusting. Mm-hmm. You can just put it was disgusting. You're, yeah. you're not hurting anyone's feelings. Yeah, you're yes. just giving it's honest, faceless it's honest faceless yeah. feedback, yeah. which is consumer gold yes so these products are getting something extraordinary but at the same time you said immediately right oh that's exciting mm-hmm. and i was the same like i want to get a box of surprise goodies yes do you know like and do you, you pay know, it's free it's free what it's free so listen to this yeah you tell the club about your family so yeah. you tell how many you've got in your family you tell them your likes your dislikes your eating habits and then they send you a try it box and it's got full-size products you can try and they're chosen to basically match our lives and our likes and our needs and then you share the feedback and when the feedback is complete then you get more boxes to try and it's free I, i'm signing up I, i'm signing up yeah this is the ideas. best thing ever like me and the kids all love it such a good idea yeah. it's like it's like christmas every day mm-hmm. Yeah, I love trying new stuff. I'm probably not like you. I do think, ooh, that looks good. I'll give that a whirl. Yes, you are much better than me. Mm. This is why this is very important for me and my family because we just get stuck in the same sort of six products over and over again. And that's why I've loved doing this podcast because, you know, we've experienced lots of different things. I would never have eaten a Marmite 
cracker um, or cracker something. Yeah. because I don't massively like Marmite, but mm. I love Marmite crackers. Mm. So it's very interesting. Yeah. But I thought that is a very... Who I mean, told was, you about that? I, just, I was jealous. This is great. I, I don't, know don't know where I found it. It's just it. on my list of things um, to talk about. And I, look, Try It UK, I don't know how. Ah, try It UK. So is it tryituk.co.uk? So I've just got to look it up yeah. again. So it's actually spelt T-R-I-Y-I-T.co.uk. Product Discovery Club. So T-R-Y-I-T dot co dot uk but if you just put try it in google oh, it's, um yeah, okay. at home for free wow okay marvelous and you don't pay to join oh god you just join you the club gonna love that. but you know you know we now have all seen social dilemma yeah yes we know that nothing comes for free yeah you're they the are yeah. we are the product yeah we are harnessing data for this company but do i care no, not really. I'm getting no. some freebies, you know. And, it's a um, freebie. I also think that to a certain extent, if you're going to force advertising onto me, then I would rather it was targeted. I'd rather you were going to yes. force advertising of things that I was interested I've in. I've always said that. Yeah, like, I don't mind. Which brings me on to my next review. Oh, my God, review. that was seamless. It was seamless. That was you, so you good. You paved the way there for me, absolutely. I, yeah, but I, so I paved the way, did um, I? Did you I did. help? You helped enormously. So I'm trying to get my face to be red <laughs> on my iPad because I've got... In, to go up here. Michael. Yes. I love doing this podcast. Oh, yes, I know. It's great, I love it, it so much. Yeah. Like, um, let me just, I really uh... enjoy it. So, I have been thinking about buying myself a new sofa for yeah. my house. Because um, yeah. I've got a sofa, as you know, it's deeply uncomfortable and the pillows just fall off it and then they... It's leather. It looks fantastic, my It's sofa. a very cool looking sofa. But it's, me and the kids are like, God almighty, as soon as you lie down on it, you're basically just led on the frame. What are you going to do with it? If I'll you just don't put it in storage any. for a while because it can live somewhere in the end, somewhere. But um, it's just not very comfortable to watch telly on. So I went on the Googles and had a quick look at like loaf.com. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like loaf. Yeah, know. I love and loaf. They've got a showroom in St. Albans, really big one. Oh, have they? Yeah, it's really great. Oh, yes. God, can we come? Because yeah. I need to choose some Definitely. beds for the kids. Well, they did in St. Albans. There was a great big garden centre there mm. that went bust. Mm. So loaf took half the garden centre. So wow. it's like a warehouse. But wow. they've done it all out inside and everything's on display in there. Oh, you can wow. walk around. Because it was just an online brand. Loaf. Yes. This is an actual showroom. I'm bringing the kids. Yeah. So loaf was good. So I had a quick look there and and saw what was on offer, which was great. And then I ended up on made.com. I like oh, yeah. made.com. I bought a few things from there in so the our past. Our friend Chloe's. Yeah. And they make a certain number of these sofas. And then yep. they, um, I guess that's how they managed to do the economies of scale and make things quite cheap. But mm. once those sofas have sold, they They're don't gone. make them again. Yeah. yeah. And then I found this company called Swift. S-W-Y-F-T. Because what happened, as soon as I'd Googled something, my Instagram became bombarded with sofa companies as a promotional, you know, stuff. Right. I was like, God Thank almighty. Thank you very much. Yeah. Social Dilemma, this is what we love. So they've just... You need a sofa. I need a sofa, You're yes. You're provided with sofas. So Swift, it just literally says Model 1, Model 2, Model 3. They have three sofas. That's all That's they it. seem to hear. Well, I already really aware. like that one. Yeah, right? But the only thing, I, don't, I always worry when mm. I look at little spindly legs on a sofa. Yes, me too. Is the sofa going to collapse yeah. under the weight of those spindly little legs? So I doubt it. But prices look, but, prices are very good. Nine nine five for a big three seater sofa. And look, they're all blooming sold out. Colours are lovely, aren't the they? The colours are so nice. Mm. 
They're very modern looking. It's a very clean looking, mm. trendy, modern sofa. But 90% of these sofas are sold out, yeah. which means that this is an incredibly popular website. Yeah. I'm very pleased about that. Or they only made two or three of these and, you know, they sold out very, very quickly. But they do, so they do model one in a three-seater or a two-seater and then they do it in a chair. Oh, in a chair as well. So is that, are we going now into mod, model and then two? Model two is this one, which has got these round things here and a solid cushion across the back. So there. there's uh, one cushion legs. on the bottom, slightly different legs. Mm. Uh, they're all sold out as well by the looks of things. And then model two. And then model three is this kind of bigger, poofy type thing that turns into a big L-shaped sofa as well. Yeah. Which and then is you've got obviously almost all exactly these. what I'd be looking for. Yes, for right. For the new house. This would be great. And then it gets bigger oh and bigger. Oh my God, so it's a modular style sofa. Yeah. But again, this is magnificent. It's sold out every single one. It's quite amazing, isn't it? Isn't that incredible? So I thought that was... It must be... Can I just say something? Yes. It makes me so happy when I see things like that because I think... This is probably a brand new company that is just starting out mm -hmm. and they do a very nice blog on their site as well. And, you know, you think, well, here they are and they completely sold out. I bet they weren't expecting that. Yeah. So they're on Instagram. Yes. With um, 24,000 followers. What? Wait, look at their bio. Yeah. Delivered within 24 hours. What? And you assemble it with no tools. It comes in pieces and it, sl it slots together weirdly. So it can fit through any door. The point no. is, yeah, this is the point of it, is that it's it slides together. I'm just trying to find a little video for you to um, to drop it in. So look at the video. So you basically screw on the legs and that's yes, the base so of like, the sofa. We could basically do that. You've got the base there. Yeah. And so then they're putting the back of the sofa on, which slides into the base, which looks nice and easy. Then the arms slide into the other side. And then they put the cushions on. Oh, God, that is amazing. Right? So That is completely it, crazy. It could fit up any staircase. It could fit through any doorway I mean, it is or amazing. any window. And, and bingo. So no tools and then 24-hour delivery on the order. Well, no it's wonder they've sold out. Yeah, right. No wonder they've sold out. So I am contemplating getting one of these maybe next year for my living room because the other thing is they're quite shallow. They're not these huge yes. deep things because my yes. living room is tiny. But they're called Swift underscore home. So it's S-W-Y-F-T underscore home. They, I've literally stumbled across these at random. So they've not contacted us or anything like that. It looks like they're in West Sussex. Uh, so go and check them out. But I am very excited about these sofas because they're a great price. They look like they would fit through my tiny front room door. That is and, amazing. Uh, there would be no, and they look very comfy as well. But the the, the swatches, like the different colours they've got and everything, I think look really nice. I love the green because a lot of my um, living room's quite orange. You know, I've got that yes. orangey floor and the rug and all the rest of it. It'd be quite nice to have something greeny or petroly bluey in there. You know. I mean, very very nice. Mm. Yeah. So. I'm going to recommend Swift as uh, if you're looking for a new sofa next year, then why don't you go and have a little look? Hopefully they'll be back in stock. <laughs> Just quickly, because yeah? we're on a home makeover mm -hmm. um, sort of idea here. A friend of mine, because I am building a house and will be looking to decorate yeah. it and all things like that. So I'm following lots of Instagram accounts that are sort of interior based or any kind of ideas and Somebody told me about Studio McGee, and Studio McGee have got a Netflix show oh, called right. Dream Dream Home Makeover, mm -hmm. and they do really nice uh, makeovers. 
So they are, the McGee's are American. They are the sort of archetypal perfect American family, mum, dad, couple of kids, gorgeous. In 2013, she started an Instagram account, just sort of posted a few pictures of her doing yeah. and making over her own home, which then turned into a business. And now they have a thriving business with looks like schools of people working for them. And they go around and you know, change people's homes into their dream homes. Mm -hmm. But I really, really like their Instagram account. It's just really nice to look at. It's got lovely ideas. They have got a shop. Um, I have to say, I probably wouldn't buy anything from the shop, but I just really like their Instagram account. And because they are doing this network show, there's lots of different types of houses, but it's very, well, it's very you and me mm -hmm. for a start. Okay, it's very yes. sort of... Lovely colours, mm -hmm. very homely, but interesting, very modern feel, yeah. and all very affordable. Yeah, nice Instagram page. Yeah, it's very nice looking, isn't it? I, got I mean, a, they've got they're a, very creative. They've got a blue tick. I, I, was, I was refused a blue tick. What? When? Yeah. About a month ago. You, just like, you do things, and like I think I see you a lot. Yeah, yes. And I don't even, I didn't know you'd gone for blue tick. <laughs> yeah, they said... You are not eligible for a blue tick at this stage. So is that because they think you're impersonating Michael Douglas, well, the actor? So a friend of mine, one of my son's friends has got one at school. And I what? said, how did your mate get a blue tick? And he said, oh, he set up a fake account and then complained about that someone would set up a fake account and then Instagram give you a blue tick. So what I might have to do is set up a fake MD London account okay. and then complain. And then they might go, oh, yeah, because people are trying to replicate you. We better give you a blue tick. Okay. But clearly nobody wants to replicate me. Uh, whereas you must have a few fake accounts. So you have yeah, fan pages lots and, and lots of people yeah. tell me. About, but there have been a few fake accounts where people have impersonated me. Okay. And people that I know quite well have followed. Them. Oh, okay. Yes, so I think you've told me that. that's quite frightening. I'm following three as it is. They're oh, great. What of yeah. me? You're, you're much more fond than this, really, <laughs> on your fake Instagram accounts. <laughs> oh, God. Um, okay, very good. There was a couple of things I was going to mention, uh, Christmassy wise. Uh, one is that uh, I've got a couple of jobs coming in in January, and one yeah. of the things I'm very excited about is yeah. buying myself some new clothes. Mainly because my jumpers are all falling apart; they're all a bit threadbare and all mm. the rest of it, and I've shrunk them quite a bit in the wash. But mm. if you're looking for a jumper for your sons or husbands or whatever, Uniqlo merino wool jumpers. Oh, they're great, aren't they? They're twenty nine pound fifty. Sometimes they're reduced to nineteen pound fifty. They are. I mean, considering a John Smedley jump is £120, I'd rather have the Uniqlo one. Um, it's such a good fit on you as well. It's such a nice fit. They're very, they're slightly small? more robust. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities.
abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Small for them. Extra small is too small. Yeah, because them. normally you'd go extra small, but yeah. you're small in Uniqlo. And Uniqlo clothes are quite small. small. Mm. Yeah, but, you know, if you were looking for jumpers, they do them in every colour. They do a crew neck and a v-neck and a polo neck mm. and, a, like, a button-down collar. Oh, really? All in merino wool, mm. all for around the 20 to £30 pounds mark. But I'm very excited. They're chic. Because in January, if I've got the money, I'm going to buy, like, one in every colour almost. Yeah, do it. Because that green one... It's such oh, it's, a great one. Yeah. But they do a lovely pill. Is it, has it died? Green. It's slightly died, the green one now. It's smaller. It's got smaller and smaller every time I've washed it. You can wash these. If you just put them on a light wash in the washing machine and hang them out to dry, they, they're, they're perfect. Don't worry about the whole um, dry cleaning business, but dump them in the tumble dryer. You are impressively domesticated. Yeah. Well, I like clothes and I like to look good in them. So you've got to look after and them And I a bit. really appreciate that about you. Mm. Oh, well, good. I've got to stop paying you compliments. Yes, just cut it out, goodness sake. Um, The other thing I will mention is the Amazon Fire Stick at the moment on Amazon for about £20. I know you're quite annoyed, but I bought one. Tell everybody. Well, I bought one for Joel for his birthday uh, and realised they were only £20, cut down from 40 And I thought, well, I'll buy myself one. But what had you said, like, the week before? I had dropped a hint inadvertently to say I really need a Fire Stick. It wasn't even a hint. You said it by mistake. Okay, and you said it by mistake, and you said, I really need a fire stick, and I was so excited. So, and I was like, oh, my God, yeah. this is so exciting. So they're on Amazon at the moment. And you bought yourself one. At nineteen ninety nine. And now I've got a fire stick. And they're voice activated through the remote control with Alexa. And oh my God. they've got the Apple TV app on. Now, that was the important bit I wanted to mention, mm. because I bought Apple TVs over the year. They're quite expensive, £130 mm. or something. And all you want is the app, so you've got access to Apple Plus TV, yes. where you can watch Ted Lasso and all the rest of it. And I didn't really want to buy an Apple TV just to watch that. And they've now included that app on the Fire Stick. Mm. So you can access Apple TV via the Amazon Fire Stick. So it's if you've not got one and you were thinking about it, it's a no-brainer. But get the voice-activated remote control one. There's a cheaper one, and then there's a 4K one. Don't bother with 4K. Your eyes are not good enough for it. And so they're going to bring out 8K next week. Even, and your eyes are never going to be sophisticated Can enough I to see 8K. Can I please just Forget talk, it. talk about the voice activation and yes. how useful that is? Because anybody that's tried to type in the search engine on the TV in any way, it's so annoying. Oh, God. But the other night, mm. me and Chester, we were trying to have an argument over what film to watch. Mm-hmm. And there is a really good film, which I really, really want to watch, called Boy Erased. Oh, yes, yeah. Chester was trying to get it to come up on the TV, and he kept going... Boy, he thought, well, he started yeah. off by going, boy erased. And I, I guess it's quite a weird, yeah. he just went boy erased and it, it didn't come up. Well, it came up with something completely unconnected. So then he tried boy erased and then he tried shouting it, boy erased. So that didn't work. Then he started going, boy erased. Boy. And, but, I mean, literally he could have typed it out five yeah, times yes, over yeah, if yeah. he'd just gone to type it out. <laughs> Me and Holly start laughing, by which point, by the time we finished, 
I was literally on the verge of wetting my pants. Yeah. I've never laughed so much. He was like, now we just walk around the house all day, every day going, boy, erased. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, oh, I mean dear. they have to get used to your voice. I think these things. Yeah, uh, they're not very. It's still north, not got used to. They're not very northern friendly. It's not or got Scottish. used to So yes, that would be my other little recommendation. Is a fire stick for anybody is a great little gift. Right, talking about um, Scottish, I mm-hmm. want to talk to you about a product called Bug Bakes. Okay. I met the founder of Bug Bakes mm-hmm. um, called Ross a long time ago at uh, an event and I thought he had such a good idea that I invested the smallest amount of money into Mm -hmm. his business but he has grown it and grown it and grown it and he's just launched something that I think is very exciting. So I'm not going to financially benefit from doing this podcast. He's not paying me to do it but I have invested in his business so Mm -hmm. I should probably be transparent from the get-go. But I invested in it Mm -hmm. because... It's brilliant. It's amazing for the climate. Mm -hmm. It's amazing for the world. And it's amazing for my dog. So these are all things that I love. So Bug Bakes, the whole premise of them is that it is dog treats and dog food made from cricket flour. And you would think, ugh, like revolting. insects. But Ross started the business off as dog treats. And what I loved about it, it was a subscription business. And he'd send you your dog treats and your dog treats would have a picture of your dog on it. Okay, very nice. So he sent me a picture, a packet of dog treats with Bo on it. I mean, I know Bo is a pig. Yeah. But she will stick her nose up at certain things. Mm-hmm. And in particular, dry food. Like, she loves human food. She'd yeah. do anything for human food. But, you know, often her bowl... Well, you've seen her bowl of dog food will be left uneaten all yeah, day. Yeah, she'll eat it as a last resort. She'll eat it as a last resort. Yeah. Exactly. So the dog treats went down a treat. And the thing about cricket flour is that a kilo of cricket protein, Mm -hmm. well, let's say a kilo of cow protein might take 30,000 litres to make. Of water. A kilo of water. A a kilo of cricket protein will take 15 litres of water. So the... the, 30,000? Well, okay, let me give you some actual stats. So more than 20% of the global impact from the meat industry can be attributed to pet food. Wow. That's insane. Yeah. So the pet population is just massive, right? If you took the cats and dogs just living in America and considered them to be their own country, it would be the fifth biggest country in the world in terms of meat consumption. Wow. That's so frightening. Mm -hmm. An average-sized dog has got twice the environmental footprint each year of building a 4x4 car and driving it 10,000 kilometres. Wow. And that is almost entirely attributed to their Mm -hmm. food. So insect-based food solves that problem, right? So insect-based protein is a no-brainer. And all of the ways that they are lovely, so they also use wonky fruit and veg, Okay, so great. So do you know we've talked about we um, talked the odd box? That. Yeah, yes. Which, are, which we loved. Yeah. So they use all the ones that like nobody wants to use in the mm-hmm. supermarket or anything. It's all plastic-free packaging. And the dog food that they're making now is cold-pressed. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's quite a new way of making dried dog food because it requires less energy, which is really good because the ingredients are just pressed together at low temperature. Mm-hmm. So they make... What's different about the dog food that Bug Bakes make is it comes in pellet form. Now, what was interesting, I, when I first got the bag, I thought, oh. Uh, dried pellets, pellets it, the, yeah. The dog's not going to like the dried pellets. Yeah. She loved the well, dried I saw, pellets. I, I saw you feed her for the first time with these things, and I was very thinking, 
is she going to turn her nose up at these? But she didn't at she all. She loved it, that. didn't she? Yeah, yeah, she did. And not only that, for your dog, mm-hmm. you can, because it's cold-pressed, you can then just add water um, and let it um, sit for a few minutes. And it turns, to, um, like it turns into like food. a porridge-type yeah. wet food. We currently rely, it says, as a nation to pol- uh, on bees to pollinate one-third of everything we eat but we've destroyed 97% of their natural habitat. So 5% 5p from each bag of dog food is donated to um, a bees charity. Oh, great. I love this brand. Yes. And um, I can see that. The, yeah. You threw money yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I just think everything they do is really good. So mm-hmm. um, I'm subscribing. It's very easy to do because you know how much food your dog's going to eat. Okay. Month, so, so you, you subscribe at monthly amount. Regular. And they tell you how much to get. So you send, how active is your dog? Yeah, how much does is, your dog yeah. weigh? And uh, they will tell you how much food you need to give mm. your dog every day. It's quite amazing, isn't it? Those stats on producing uh, meat-based protein for animals based on uh, uh, and the, the difference it's it crazy, takes. crazy, right? It is crazy. And just so people are aware, cricket flour is the insect cricket. And yes. it's kind of ground down yes. into a fine powder. Yes. And then it's packed together with wonky veg, let's say, yes. and, and turned into a pellet. Yeah. But the and protein... they've got a, they've got a grain-free the... one What's... and a grain one. So okay. one's got grains in and one's grain-free if okay. your dog has any kind of allergies. Or, I mean, my dog oh, likes okay. both, but yeah. um, some dogs might prefer the grain-free, mm-hmm. and they're quite happy to send you out samples as okay. well. And presumably there's a massive cricket farm they've got or something, is it? Yeah, and also, like, there's so much work being done... Um, and yes, I mean there's a massive cricket farm, and also you can you can be so much more um, ethically kind, friendly, and, yes, uh, yeah, yeah, yes. to crickets mm-hmm. than cows. Yeah, and think of what it does to the environment, the fields, the space that yeah. they take up in comparison to well, herds you, of. You told cows me or... all about this about a year ago, and mm. I remember thinking, bloody hell, what a great business this guy's mm. got. Um, Very clever. And he, he's, in, he's, he's from Dundee as he's well. He's from your hometown. I was like, Dundee, yep, he's in. Yeah. Well, good. You have to let me know how you get on with that because um, I may well uh, get some for Ronnie and see how we get on. Well, I think we should get some for Ronnie okay, and see what she li- if she yes. likes it because I know that you tell everybody what you give Ronnie. Yeah, well, just like fresh chicken. You like literally hand cut the chicken and the... <laughs> In the Zylus chopper. chopper. And you kind of give her... Like, I get and bonus, sometimes, yeah. Sometimes she's looking at her bowl and you pick up the food with your fingers and try and sort of hand oh, feed her. She's it's terrible. She is a rescue dog, though. She's got a few issues. But, uh, yeah, it is, a, it, is a, it is a bloody nightmare feeding the dog. I'll, I'll put the food down at, like, maybe seven in the evening. It looks at it and walks away. And then Matt come back, eat a tiny bit of it, walk away. And then she'll get up at three in the morning and eat it all when everyone's no one's but that's, around. But that's fine. Yeah, yeah, good. That's, it's, that's it's dog like. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that. Yeah. She won't eat at least watch she's her. eating. She doesn't want you at least she's to. eating. Yeah, she doesn't want to watch the eating. I mean, Nobody no does. dog, no dog would starve itself to death. No, I'd heard that. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to talk about something contentious. Oh God, great! Uh, where we are love we? Oh God, well, time's wearing on, so it's yeah, a quick contentious. Go. The latest season of The Crown. Oh yeah. No, yeah. okay, this is hard. It's going to be tricky for yeah. you, this, isn't it? Yeah. So I love The Crown, obviously. And you've, so do you've I. watched season one, season two? Season two, yeah. Okay. So I think we're on season five, maybe? It might be four or five. But it's the one with Thatcher, played by Gillian Anderson, and then um, Lady Diana Spencer. Um, I can't remember the lady who plays her, but good Lord, she is fantastic. I should probably find her name, really, shouldn't I? You um, Google's, Google's uh, it. I will do it. 
So uh, this is uh, the season of the crown that we're all familiar with because obviously we were, I've always thought most of us are around for Thatcher's reign and we're also around for the royal wedding between Charles and Diana and then the subsequent kind of drama that went on in their lives. I guess what we know about it, what the Daily Express decided to say about it every day forever. And then obviously all the other stories and conspiracy theories that have come out of it. Um, it was interesting. Season four. Season four. And watch uh, the, the girl playing Diana Just called. finding okay. out. The girl playing uh, Lady Diana Spencer is Emma Corrin. I don't know how old she is, but she could potentially be like 16 or 17. She's oh, very, she's very 20, young. I think she's 24. Oh, is she? Well, she yeah. looks childlike in it. it it's just brilliant, but I guess the worry is that um, of how accurate this story is being played out, whether people are believing what's being played out as well, you know, how much of it's fiction and how much of it's fact, because obviously Charles did marry Diana and they had a slightly turbulent relationship and they had two kids. So there's obviously lots of truth within the story. But then I guess what the writers are trying to do is condense like three years of their relationship into a one-hour programme, and they're using a lot of artistic licence to do that. So there's plenty to complain about if you're a purist on these things and if you feel like it should be more accurately portrayed. You're, um, you're, you're, you're suddenly, like, taking over my half of the argument. I'm and building a case for my, my own. No, my but own. by already kind of taking my argument into account. Because uh, well, my argument is not that. It's not about okay. purism. But carry on. Okay. So all I'm suggesting is that I've read some critics, uh, critical reviews of it in the press. And uh, I'm more sympathetic with the production than I am the critic. I think they're being overly harsh about it. And I think from an artistic point of view and the idea of if anyone's ever tried to make a TV programme, you'll have a little plenty of idea of how difficult it is to make a good one. It is a fantastic TV show. And I am utterly gripped by it. I would say I've cried maybe four or five times and felt elated and laughed and been amazed and mesmerised by it. I think there's, there's there's lots you could go at for it, certainly with Thatcher, because I think she was far more multidimensional than as she's being played. But I think you have to just try and get the big points about Thatcher across. And then you have to get the big points about their relationship across between Charles and Diana. And you can't get bogged down in the nitty gritty because you haven't mm. got the time, you know. But when you see her in those dresses and you'll see her doing that dance with Prince Charles, all the things you'll remember from the TV when you were a kid. you know. Oh, Diana. Yes, sorry, mm. Diana, yeah. And, ah, oh, God, I, I just love it. I can't get enough of it. It's really, really good. I mean, you're but enjoying it as a televisual drama. That's but all that you can is, do. Well, it's not all you can do, because I think lots and lots of people will watch it, as they have watched the first three seasons, mm. that I loved mm. more than anything. Yeah. That it is a televisual feast, but and it is a drama, but it is about a true... It's about true life yes. and true events that happened in that life. Mm -hmm. And up until this point, there's been very little. There's been a bit of sort of salaciousness about yep. um, the Duke of Edinburgh, possibly, or hints or... Mm -hmm. um, ideas but really this is the era when as far as kind of gossip or intrigue around the royal family goes the shit hit the fan yes in this era and we know that there's a lot of um contentious issues around the martin Bashir interview and all of that's coming to light mm -hmm. now and whether the bbc should have even allowed that to go ahead these are real people. And the thing that doesn't sit right with me and why I will not watch it. Will you not watch it? No. Really? No. 
It's for the ah, okay. same reason mm. as Paula, Vic and Bob. Yeah. It's that feeling of, it's like reading someone's biography mm -hmm. rather than their autobiography, where it's someone else's opinion on other people's real lives. Mm -hmm. You know, the Queen is in her 90s. She's lived a full and amazing life. And we can see mm -hmm. during these seasons the ebb and flow of her life. But overall, we absolutely can see what an upstanding and outrageously amazing woman she was. But this is a dark look at two young men mm -hmm. whose parents, um, whose both parents are being made into salacious yeah. drama for a TV company's mm -hmm. financial gain. And these boys are alive and a lot of these things are not factually correct. Mm -hmm. And at no point is it being said that they are not factually correct. So yes, some of it's true. And yes, some of it's fiction. But which bits? Mm -hmm. What's true? What's fiction? Uh, it feels so wrong to me, especially on those boys. Like I, mm. And I am a royalist. And I'm not, I'm not anti it because I'm a royalist. I'm anti it because I'm a humanitarian. <laughs> and I feel like it's wrong to, I mean, I guess in a way, what they should have done is something like a succession where it's a family that are a bit like yeah, the royals. Yeah. You know, like succession, they're a bit like the Murdochs, but they're not the Murdochs. Yeah. That is not the Murdochs life. Mm -hmm. That is not how it panned out yeah. because it, that's what it feels like. You and people, are you know like you said about um thatcher you know she was funny and mm -hmm. she i mean i'm not i'm not a thatcherite i was 12 when mm -hmm. she was prime minister but and i know that she caused a lot of problems but as far as she's concerned her kids are grown up dennis has gone mm -hmm. like i feel like thatcher's gone yes i know yeah but but <laughs> yeah. i'm saying her husband's not alive yeah, to yes. kind of be hurt okay. by it yeah but for me diana mm -hmm. and charles mm -hmm. their legacy still lives very mm -hmm. strong and their grandchildren is it not a sense that all of that stuff is off it's just out of bounds for them because they're royals like they get written about anyway there's a mountain of stuff written about them and talked about them and you can't avoid it because that's one of the pitfalls of being royal yeah, hence they get all the mm. ceremony and respect and privilege and all the rest of mm. it that that's what they have to sacrifice to be there i don't really agree with that because i feel like if there's stuff written about them in the paper it would be mm. um something that you they would just let slide but this is going to be here forever yeah and it is an act of fiction mm. Well, some of it is an act. Yeah, of but then that's yeah. the danger. That's the thing that I don't. Well, I think what what's they try to portray to us here as yes. the truth. Yes, because I think what you extract from it, I think, is the truth, which is they had a marriage that that was turbulent and didn't really work, and in the end, it fell apart. How it falls apart, they've, they've got some artistic license over saying, well, this is what happened in Australia, but it probably didn't happen in Australia. It probably happened in the UK, but. Like that's like yeah, a, I, somebody doing a film about my life and completely making up mm, my relationship with my husband. And it's not, it's though, I don't think. Because I think once you're a royal. You know, there's only so far that you can push the royals. Like, you go, okay, mm, we're going to say that this happened in Australia. It might not have happened in Australia. It might mm, have happened somewhere else. And it might not be exactly like this, but it was sort of like this. It's like not okay. 
Oh well, I th- in my in my opinion, yeah, I, I, fair, I think that's and fair interesting enough, because I was I was sort of thinking, how am I going to find anybody that feels like me? But I had to talk with Sarah, yes, you know, my bestie, and, and she, I was like, oh, I can't watch it. And she went, neither can I, and yeah. then we both had a chat. About so it. has she watched it? She's watched a bit of it. Okay, because I've chatted to Dawn about this yesterday. But my general feeling is that there's already been three films made about. The subject of Diana. Yeah, and I haven't life. seen any of them. I've seen yeah. them all. Really, <laughs> Dawn was like, "Are you a mad Diana fan or something?" I was like, "No, I'm just interested to see how they portrayed her life." No one could really know unless you were done deeply on the inside. But yeah, and I um, just feel like because she she died in such terrible yes, circumstances, well, and her boys like. I, I just, I just mm. really, it's horrible. Well, I am going to recommend it. I think it is really good. But I, I, I will put a caveat in there. That, and I think say, it's good that you should recommend it. Yes. I was just giving another side yeah. of how I, why I won't be watching it. But, but I don't think it ever suggests anywhere that these are true events. But also, but it doesn't it gives say you that the, it's not. I'm not sure whether it does or not. I must have a look. It doesn't say that some of these events have been fictionalized. No. I'll have to double double check but that. But the performances, particularly of Charles and Diana, are outstanding. And I'd be interested to see what people think. So send us a message. Um, Just BBC. looked it up. And on the BBC News, it says that the Crown should carry a fiction warning, um, the Culture Secretary says. Mm-hmm. I mean, my feeling is that I know what happened. I know enough about what happened between Charles and Diana. So I don't, I don't need to... How do you know? Well, I know enough to satisfy me about what happened between the two of them. But how, how do you know that? Well, because that's what I know. But because... from, from how? Like well, because... from reading it Yeah, in the yeah, papers? from the interviews that I've seen that she gave, that, you know, he obviously... There were three people in the marriage, that Camilla did exist as part of them, that they weren't very happy together, and then they broke up, and then she had a, a fling with Dodie fired and died. Like, I know that. Like, I don't need to know any more detail in any in any way, but I like... I mean, thoroughly enjoying the dramatisation of it all. Mm. But I'm not sat get, here thinking, oh my God, you never guess what she said to Charles. No, like, I don't believe that that's, a... that's what happened. I, I, th- and I get what me. you're saying. I mean, it's like, it's half and half. I do understand. I just feel sad for the boys. Yeah. And that they have to go through this. It was their mother and they really loved their mother. And it's hard enough, you know, yeah. when they went through everything that they went through and... I They've do got agree to go through it all over again and it's in the papers everywhere and I do it gets hard. I do agree that it should carry a warning about mm. that, that it's been fictionalised. Mm. It seems fair that you should do that. Okay, a few shout-outs. This is Elle Hobley. She says, sorry for the bombardment, but I need to share with you, Nicole Kidsman's lip is like Jennifer Aniston's. <laughs> is it a new trend? Um, yeah, I yeah. mean, I We, we probably shouldn't it. go there, but uh, Elle Hobley... It is quite. It's a it's a thing. We're talking about the undoing. The, the undoing. Yes. Yeah. Keeping on a blonde-haired friend. Yeah, the blonde-haired friend, blonde-haired lawyer. Mm. Yeah. My other suspicion was the kid just finished the last episode. <laughs> El Hobley. Yes. Uh, say no more about that. And then Keela and Sideway. This is we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, didn't we? Oh, yes. They're a great business. Hi, guys. Just want to say a massive thank you for shouting out our little business on the podcast yesterday. Terrific. uh, Traffic, sorry, went through the roof, which is really amazing in these tough times. We'd love to send you a print of the one you mentioned in the podcast. I think it was the woman in the swimming pool. with Yes. We'd love that. So I'll send you a message on that. Thank you so much. Uh, Keela and Sideway. Do you know that would be a nice memento of our podcast? Yes, it would. 
Um, oh, oh, hello. Yes, exactly. Now, I'm yeah. fascinated by these. So this is from Julie254. Hi, Davina. Hi, Michael. Love, love, love the podcast. Have you ever reviewed or considered reviewing the Theragun? Do you know who uses that? Who? David McDonald, husband of Anna McDonald, who oh, we mention a lot on this podcast. He loves it. So it looks like a power drill, but it's actually a, a percussive... Percussive? Yeah, percussive, percussive massage, massage therapy, therapy tool. tool for muscle stiffness. I mean, I've seen these all over the internet, and mm. I always think, God, they look so good. So good. And they film them in slow motion, mm. and the muscle's going... And also your skin and all the wobbly... Like, it's very... I'm a salesperson's dream, and if the ad is glitzy and convincing enough, I'll just get it. Many thanks and stay well. Well, I, I would say you should get one, Julian. Tell us if it's any good or not. I definitely think I'm going to try one. Yeah? I'm going to get one, and I will review it. Good. This is a really good idea. Uh, and then, Samantha, this brings us greatly to the end of this podcast, because our next podcast is going to try and focus on Christmas movies for you to watch over yes. Christmas. So on um, December the 18th, we'll do a Christmas movie special. But Samantha has given us a few. This is, let me just get her name. Samantha Wright, 72, said The Peanut Butter Falcon. Which we've already recommended, which we love. The Upside, which I've not seen. No, neither have Dolomite I. Dolomite is my name. Which have you I've, seen that? I've not, but I think it's Eddie Murphy. But I'd, heard, I'd read good things about it. All feel-good movies and all over seven on IMDb. Thank you, uh, Samantha. Thanks, Samantha. Uh, they are great. And we'll stick those in the list for, for our podcast on the 18th. That is us. That's us. Got quite tense at the end there. Yeah, it did a bit. Yeah, I felt but it, I, I'm just trying to say it. that I totally understand that you love The Crown and why you would love it. Mm. I just, I'm not going to watch that series. Okay. And that's, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. I mean, I can't. I'm gonna, when you're asleep, I might put your AirPods in and just slowly... Do you really want me to watch it? <laughs> no, I don't really mind one way or the other. I mean, I think you'd enjoy it. I think that's the, the thing. But if you could remove the um, the realism from it, maybe. I, th I um, think um, I, I, the reason why I wouldn't enjoy it was because I'd feel bad yes, for the boys. For the boys. Yeah. Fair dinkum. That's an Australian term, isn't it? Fair dinkum. <laughs> yes, yeah. it is. You know where I got that from? No. Prisoner Cell Block H. Amazing. I used to watch that as a kid. Amazing. I loved it. The dirty, rotten mongrels. No. Very good. Are we allowed to do accents? Oh. Uh, we are anymore. Too scared. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. 